FM, Gina, Alexandria. 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe. 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood. 100.1 FM, Lake Charles. And KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. See, in the flesh, we hear what Peter was saying when Jesus told him, he says, put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a haul. Yes. However, Maranatha, to make us mad. However, we perceive what the text states in Peter's response. What did he say? Master, we toiled all night exhaustingly, and we didn't catch anything in our nets. But because of your word, I'm going to lower my net again. Now, let me tell you in the vernacular of today's language, if we were to speak like this from Peter's viewpoint, it would sound very sarcastic, wouldn't it? We would hear Peter say it like this, Nicole. I don't know what Jesus is thinking about. He don't roll with us like that. I mean, if Jesus knew any better, he would know that the fish don't bite during the heat of the day. I've had this business a while, Peter would say. He wasn't even thoughtful enough to address me nor any of my business partners like he should have. So many things had gone wrong with his approach. I just told Jesus we haven't caught nothing all last night until the early part of the morning, and this is the reason why we're washing our nets. He just don't listen to nobody. Well, little did Peter know. In the daytime, fish could see the net spread in the water. And the only favorable time for fishing was at night. Are we together? So the waters of the Lake of Galilee, they were abounding with fish, and fishing was the common occupation in the region at this time. It may have been rather unusual to experience and to come back without nothing at all. Because remember, he has a fishing business. If you look at the, the manners and customs of the Bible, you'll discover that Peter was a little bit older than Jesus. But you know how some older folks think, Joanna, they think because they've been in the church long enough, they're old enough to tell you everything. Oh, should I put a comma right down, Mike? I'm going to go ahead and park right here quick. Because we've been in the church so long, we've become the furniture, but we can't help win souls to Christ. And then we wonder why the church is dwindling, why ain't nobody here. They ain't here because we ain't broke. Uh-huh, I know it's going to be, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. But, but when we do bring them, they don't stay long because they see our real attitude. They see the real, this is us. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have to be careful. You see, even though we know when to go fishing, even though you know where the fish are, even with you knowing where they like to hide and how often they come out and the temperature of the water that they swim in, you don't know more about fishing than Jesus. Isn't that right? You see, God may choose to interfere with your fishing plans. He may cause some cold weather to show up. Y'all yeah. ain't going to talk to me, Alexandria. He may cause a, a squall. They call it a storm. That's what a squall is. They may cause a storm to show up. 
and then your bait, you don't even know which bait to use to, to catch the type of fish. If you're going to want some good bass, you got to use a jig. Am I right, Fifi? You got to use something that they like to see. You can't go for fishing for bass with catfish bait. Don't nobody want that. What are you laying out there that people are hungry for? In other words, 2019 language, what do you have to offer them other than Jesus? What do you have to offer the children in the church for the community? What do you have to often offer the people whose children have disabilities? If you have nothing to offer them other than Jesus, they can go get it from another church. You've got to have something to offer them other than Jesus. I'm not saying Jesus is not good to offer, but every church on every corner got Jesus. What do you have that they don't have? You ought to have some Holy Ghost in you. Huh? You ought to have a pharmacy inside your church, Pastor. Well, what do you mean by that? I ought to be able to call some elders when I get sick. He said, if you if you get sick, look for the elders of the church. They'll pray for you because the fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availed much. I'll be a pharmacy in your church. When I'm sick, I ought to be able to talk to somebody, come close to them and tell them I don't feel well. Let me check you, baby, and see, oh, yeah, you got fever. Come over here in this corner. Let me put this all on your head and let me pray for you in the name of Jesus. When I had asthma when I was eight years old, my daddy was drinking the fire water. He wasn't taking my mama to the hospital that Friday night. So my asthma got so bad, I thought I was going to die. My mama grabbed me by the hand. She came into the room. She rubbed her hands together because she had the anointing oil on them. And that was my pharmacy. (laughs) I woke up the next morning, Sister Helen, I was all right because I wanted to eat. And she knew I was fine because I wanted to eat. Somebody ought to say amen. In other words, what I'm trying to say, you got to throw in your nets one more time. Don't you give up on Jesus because he showed up didn't give up on you. Well, let me move on and continue to unload this little red wagon here for you. Now, I got to say this. If Jesus were to reply to Peter after he responded in a sarcastic moment like he did, I believe that he would have responded to Peter like so. Well, Peter, I know a lot about fishing too. You might want to check out check out my YouTube channel called The World. (laughs) One thing for sure, Peter, I specialize in doing the impossible. I can remember one guy got caught by a fish, and I told the fish to spew him out. As a matter of fact, Peter, I taught fish how to swim without getting wet and without getting in the water. I spoke to the water and the fish, and they're okay, and they have never had a fight. I know their locations. I know all the species of the fish, even the genetically modified ones. I put scales on the fish, eyes in their sockets, gills on their sides, fins in the right places, teeth in their mouths. I put the wet in the water, splash in their tails, and I can provide food at any given time upon the planet for all the fish that are in the water. They follow my direction, they obey my will, 
And the reason why you couldn't find them last night is because they were waiting on me to tell them where to go. Now, that's waiting. They're waiting on you right now. So I'm going to tell you, Peter, put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a haul and throw your net in one more time. You know, that's how I believe that Jesus would have responded to him. What's sarcastic? He just let them know who he was. Jesus would have responded like that because it would have been the authority transforming him at his most needed moments. Because sometimes, be honest, sometimes we bump heads with Jesus. And I don't care how much we know, how long we've been Adventists, how long we've been Christian, you will bump heads with Jesus. And he'll let you know, like he let Job know. He said, um, where were you when I laid the beans in the chambers in the water? Where were you when I taught the Leviathan in the water how to swim? Where were you at, Joe? Where were you when I flung the stars in the heavens? Where were you? And they, and they danced on the backdrop of the night like beautiful forget-me-nots. Where were you at, bro? Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Well, not only does Jesus' authority prove transformational, but lastly, brothers and sisters, Jesus' results are proven meaningful. Look with me in verse 6 and 7. It says, and when they had done this, whoo, that means they put their nets in the water. <laughs> when they had done this. See, I like with the text, it gives you location, it gives you locale. It tells you after they had done what Jesus had commanded them to do. And when they had done this, that's feel pretty good right there, DJ. When you have done what God has told you to do, and the results come about, and it was favorable for you. Am I talking to anybody? When they had done this, watch this. They caught a great number of fish, and as their nets were at the point of breaking, they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and to take hold with them, and they came and filled both boats, so they began to sink. Peter's obedience produced results. His obedience caught fish, and the catch was no ordinary catch. It was much more, so much more, that there could be no question about who Jesus was and what Jesus does, because his what? His results are meaningful. We got to pay attention how God has blessed us. We have to write down the day, time, and place where we were so we can remember because people will remember, people will forget. Therefore, we need to write it down. Jesus was behind this whole miracle. He was demonstrating the power of God. And this is what you can put on your social media. True obedience always produces godly results. All you got to do is follow God. Now, don't follow him part-time because God don't pay part-time. He pay full-time. Am I in here today? It's only when divine power is combined with human effort, particularly in the work of fishing for men and women, that results can be effective and permanent. Can I put that in our language so we'll understand it? When you are fishing for people and you got the right bait, God will help us to get the good results that we've been looking for. 
but the results are really not for you. <laughs> Because we're fishing for the kingdom. You're looking for a brother or cousin or uncle to come to the Lord. You got to wait till God bring them. You can't do no more than what God allow you to do for them until they come. You can't make them come. You can't study them more to come. They have to do it on their own. And the Holy Spirit is the one that cleans them up. Don't you worry about people who wear chandeliers in their ears. I said it, Nicole. Yeah, they're going to be mad. Don't you worry about folk who wear all this dangling uh, hubcap, hub captury around their arms and their wrists and their neck that glitters and shines. You can't take that off of them. Because watch this, watch this, Elder. They'll take it off before baptism. But when they finish and get dried up and put their clothes back on, Monday morning, they're going to put it right back on. So what difference does it make if they come up? You need to take that off. Who are you to tell them what they need to take off? You are only telling them on what you can see that they need to do. But if somebody wants to step into your soul and tell you, you need to get rid of stop being bitter, and your mouth is terrible, how you would expect people to join the church and you walk around here with your soul dirty? You got to be careful because what you can see on people is not their sin. Honey, the sin that you can hide is the one that people can't see. You can't worry about what people got on. You got you to know what God has done in their heart. That's what comes manifestation out of them. That's what comes. It's being revealed. Can I put it in plainer terms and get off of this and keep going? Can, can, I, can, I, can I put it in plainer terms? You are what you eat. Am I right about it? If you keep eating all this sugar, hey, you eat it day one. Can I can I tell you? Day two, you walk and get up and sit down and try to squat your knees popping. Uh huh. Day three, you you eating everything that got salt and all type of carbs. And you up here talking about your, your suit poking out like this, your dress poking out like this. You got other curvatures showing and then you eating sugar on day four y'all don't tell the truth i'm not talking about us i'm talking to us so i'm talking in your face i'm not talking behind your back or texting day five you still eating all type of ways you get up and you walk 10 10 to 15 steps and tie tells you that you're out of shape they're cheering around past you can't keep up with them Mm -hmm. day six and seven you just waiting to sit at the table, the welcome table. Oh, I want to sit at the welcome table. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's us, that's us. And then they, you talk about, then they check your sugar when you go to the doctor. Ooh, you sweet. Mm. Let me check your pressure. Well, God can do anything. I'm going to just take my medicine and I'm going to eat like I want to. He didn't say to do that. been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your troubles smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located on 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria. 
and at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church on every second and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located on 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on air. Send your correspondence to P.O. Box 3131, Pineville, Louisiana, 71361. And join us on every Tuesday and Thursday from 10 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. on KAYT for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. The Wade Hampton Show will be right back. The Victory Christian Outreach Center, 1015 Main Street in Colfax, pastored by Bishop David Veal Sr., presents their 11th year annual fellowship, December 5th through the 8th. Beginning Thursday, December 5th, it's Youth Night at 7.30 with speaker, Pastor Amos Brown of New Beginnings Apostolic Church of Pineville. And then Friday night, there's a gala fundraiser and awards event at the Alexandria Best Western 2720 North MacArthur Drive with Special guest Betty Boss and the anointed new inspirationals at 7 p.m. And then Saturday, it's back in Colfax, beginning at 9 a.m. with a children's class. A singles and marriage class running simultaneously. A ministerial ethics class. And community and rural development class. And at noon on Saturday, the guest speaker is Pastor Mark Thompson of Henderson, Texas. Saturday night will feature Pastor Willie Ziegler Sr. of Bossier City at 7.30 p.m. It's one thing when you have your vehicles repossessed mm -hmm. and you just go to church. But it's another thing when you got your vehicle repossessed and you got to leave praying service. And then Sunday morning, the Victory Christian Outreach Center's fellowship will culminate with Speaker Bishop David Veal Sr. at 11 a.m. Well, I believe God that with God all the Victory Christian Outreach Center's 11th year annual fellowship, December 5th through the 8th. For more information, Nikesha Mitchell, 318-791-0975. The Victory Christian Outreach Center is another proud sponsor of KAYT, KQJOFM. Too much stuff and not enough space. Minimax Self Storage, located at 3700 Lee Street at Industrial, offers commercial and residential space, which includes individual door alarms, coded gate access, fenced and lighted for your safety, plus climate control or non-climate control, whatever you prefer. They're open seven days a week and can be reached at 449-8988. That's Minimax Self Storage on the corner of Lee Street and Industrial. Trey Huffman, owner of Minimax Storage, is a proud sponsor of KAYT. Everybody's still talking about anointed king cuts at 5811 Masonic Drive, Suite C and D, near the Circle K store at the corner of Horseshoe Drive. Carmen's King is the master barber, and he's doing up hairstyles like nobody's business. Miss Cotton Candy will have you ladies looking like you just stepped out of a magazine. You'll be able to relax in the comfortable waiting area, enjoying a Christian atmosphere. Both appointments and walk-ins are welcome. 318-730-4507. Anointed King Cut. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're giving back to the community in a big way. Anointed King Cut. 
you'll be able to come in normal and leave looking and feeling like a king. Anointed King Cut is another proud sponsor of KAYT, KQJO FM. KAYT FM. Broadcasting on the cutting edge of technology. You can't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop listening. So good, yeah, he took my cash. Yeah, and what a difference he made. My future's so bright, need some Ray-Ban shades. And I can do it all through Jesus. Uh, I'm not a doubter, I'm a believer. Oh, you see, bro, yeah. he loves you indeed. Just give it all to Jesus. He the one that needs us. Let's go. Uh, Feels late, baby, need a pair of yeah. shoes. Can't eat, you don't know what Don't know how you're going to make it. Let me tell you.
The Wade Hampton Show. That is Holy Ghost Holiday, James Fortune right there. I love that song, along with Fire. Good morning. Welcome to the Ham Camp. You are listening to KAYT, KQJOFM in Alexandria at 88.1 FM, in Shreveport at 92.5 FM, in Monroe at 98.9 FM, in Lake Charles at 100.1 FM, and in Natchez, Mississippi at 99.3 FM. Of course, we are online as well at www.kaytfm.com. We're playing the word game. We're looking for words that begin with the letters P-R-O. If you come up with them, go to the Wade Hampton Facebook page and respond there. On the way, music from 4G featuring Canton Jones. It's called Amazing right now. Tasha Cobbs with Overflow.
themselves. The heart and soul of Central Louisiana, KAYT. New music now. Yeah, 